0: This free ebook breaks down the simple time tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, let's skip the fluff, get straight to the chuff. Is that a thing people say? Ugh,
1: I, I don't want to get to the chuff. Uh, the honest, that the-
0: sounds kind of gross. I didn't know what the rhyme was. Stick fluff. with meat and potatoes. I feel like you always say like so. Meat. Cut the fluff. Get to the meat. Yeah, that doesn't. I'm
1: hungry. But doesn't ring off the, the tongue. It's, Like just kind of. Ugh. I'm interested. I'm trying to go where you're going. Where's the meat? <laughs> I got no meat. All right. Well, what do where, we have? Isn't that an? Do old... We have anything for the people? Where's the beef? Weeds <laughs> <laughs> right. over here. Bringing back late '90s uh, commercial references.
0: Where's the beef? <laughs>
1: We should type, we should type this one over.
0: <laughs> oh, this one downhill so quick. All right, let's try this again. Mm. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I am the Iron Man, and this is Dan the Dire Man. Sure, Dire. That's I mean that doesn't <laughs> sound good. He that can be taken in many ways. Like you're the guy you're who's not always the right
1: direction. If you're Dire, well, there's a chance you could. What if you're you just a back. man who goes around dyeing things? Oh, like tie-dye? Yeah. Yeah, Is I could just be the guy that makes everything tie-dye. You strike me
0: as a guy that has some tie-dye t-shirts and I closet. went through a
1: phase when I was 6 when I learned how to do it. Really? I think I made one or two. It was one of those things you did at like those summer like day camp things you'd mm-hmm. go to like you tie-dye a shirt and like I feel like I, I made a couple. I wasn't They're not I, good.
0: I was never invited to those those events. I guess I I bite. Yeah, you're not allowed I'm a biter. Literally on a list. Actually, I don't think I ever bit. Um, of all the Of all the things that you could lay at the feet of me, uh, of things that I, um, the, the horrible atrocities I've committed, I don't think I've bitten very many people. I
1: don't think I've probably either. less than five. But there was always like a kid who did in school. Always, like there was always at least one kid who who had bitten just, and, and would bite.
0: Dude, once you got the, once you got that that uh, once people peg
1: you as the biter, yeah. Uh. You got to lean into it. Same with eating boogers. When we were in oh, Miami, man, I watched a guy completely hammered walking by the pool. Liz and I were just watching him. He didn't even try to hide it, stumbling. So I got, forgot
0: that's even a thing that straight people. Straight up
1: picked in the mouth. Oh, didn't even try to be sneaky. Golly, I was like, this is the oh my worst God.
0: podcast I've ever been on because mm. now you have brought back terrible memories. I forgot that that's a thing people do. Yeah, it was usually the
1: biter. The I forgot people the put boogers. their fingers
0: in their mouth, period. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what, well, let's people, get to the point. Welcome to the podcast. Don't eat your boogers. Let's talk about when you know that you should. When you're doing a value add, should you go DIY, which stands for do it yourself? I uh, just learned that myself. Thanks. Um, or should you hire it out? How do you know when you should DIY versus hire it out? This is an interesting question because we were. On, I was on an investor call a couple of days ago with a guy who he bought this property, lakeshore property, um, about a decade ago. His his goal was he was going to build a beautiful lake house there and then rent it out. And this was a decade ago. Sounds easy. This was a decade ago. And he just now was getting around to building a seawall. When he first said build a seawall, I was like, what's a seawall? And I realized he meant like a wall to keep back the sea.
1: And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, so you're still... That seems like an important
0: part. Very important part. But all that's to say is he was still very, very far away from having this house constructed. Sounds like he's
1: on, like, probably step one or two,
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Like, step one, hold back the C. Step two, lay foundation. (laughs) So all I will to say is, like, one of the big things I see with people that go the DIY route is they think, like Reed said before we we started recording, you're going to save some money, Mm -hmm. and you'll just do it yourself. But what I find is that is a good way to have a project that never reaches completion.
1: Yeah. I mean, unless you're like literally a, a really skilled uh, tradesman. Totally. Uh, like maybe not like professionally, but like like you know your way around. Like you've helped some guy build a house. Or like if you've done some construction work, like if you have you can figure that stuff out, like, I mean, pers- I, I, usually, I mean, unless you've got like a really low-paying job, it's probably not the best use of your time if you actually do the math. But there is an argument to be made that that's a really great way to get started because it changes Mm -hmm. the risk profile. It's less capital out of your pocket. So um, I know a ton of guys who have done really well doing it that way. You just, you're you're not going to scale it.
0: uh, Yeah, you're definitely not going to scale. You might, you're going to learn some valuable skills that maybe can serve you in the future as you're hiring out to vendors and whatnot. But in my experience, there's only one demographic of people who should go the DIY route, hardcore, like in the beginning. And like you said, it's a tradesman or it's the people who just enjoy these types of projects. Like you were the type of guy or gal who is on your free time on the weekend, building a shed in the back, or you're like, I'm going to put up a retaining wall. One of my best friends, Ryan, he is a guy who he's like, Hey, do you want to come out to the cabin this weekend? I'm like, sure. We get out to the cabin. He's up at 4am building a retaining wall. Like, What are you doing? And he's like, I thought you thought you were relaxing. He's like, no, this is my dirt therapy. Yeah. Like he just enjoys it.
1: Oh yeah. And that's the other thing I was just thinking too. Like, like maybe you don't really care about the economic outcome. Yep. Like you are just the type of guy who wants to take an ugly thing and make it beautiful. Yeah.
0: Have that, you know, Joe, the guy that we, uh, you know, he's on our board of directors, unofficially, technically, he's on payroll. So, so Joe, who's on our, you know, he's been doing this for 30 plus years. We bought a bunch of buildings from him and he's a good example of a guy who just takes, I think, a lot of personal pride in the process. He loves it. He loves yeah. picking out the marble and he loves like going through the whole process. If, if that's you, more power to you.
1: Yeah that's that's different though but i think there's a lot of new investors who get into it with you know the intent of kind of like trying to get to where we're at and think that that's like a, a long-term solution and, or they just don't know what the hell they're doing and they think it's going to be easy i, I would would if two. you're
0: going to do it you need to be intentional about why you're doing it mm-hmm. if you're if you're doing it because maybe you're a little bit cash strapped in the beginning and you just need to make ends meet then so you're gonna put in the elbow grease and the sweat equity do the work yourself, that's fine. That's that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Get to the point where you're finally making the money and then you can justify outsourcing maybe. Great. But if the reason that you're doing it is because you do have the capital, but you're cheap, and you you have this idea of like, oh, I can just do it better myself. I can cool. do it for less, but then the projects are never getting fully completed. Yeah. Then you need to look hard in the mirror and be like, oh, okay, maybe this actually isn't for me. Maybe I should be spending the money to get this job done.
1: Yeah. Quick question. And then we got to wrap it up because this is going to turn into long, but like you kind of did it this way yeah. with, with that triplex, right? Like I yep. know you, you, you did a lot of repairs yourself. Yep. Do you regret that? Or do you like the fact that you took that approach?
0: I hated every minute of it. It was... Yeah. A lot, and honestly, if it wasn't for my partner, Jamie, she she did a lot of the hard, heavy things
1: and was the emotional support. Yeah, she would be the one bringing all the skill sets. Totally. To projects. So I think it was good. It sounds like you just threw nails. I threw nails and they hit the
0: ground and they'd ricochet. Sometimes they'd ricochet towards her. So then she thinks I'm throwing them at her, but not. I'm I heard there was no ricochet.
1: I heard th- it they ricochet So
0: okay. do I... I would not do it again.
1: Yeah.
0: And if Jamie wasn't there and I didn't have the confidence that like somebody on the team could, could figure it out, then definitely no. I, I just, I'm aware of my weaknesses. I'm not good with my hands.
1: So you would never do it again. I never did it and I have zero skills, so I know I should never do it. So the other thing I've learned
0: is I always thought it would be cheaper, but in the end it's, it's almost never cheaper. Just even something like putting on a door, took me like three weeks and you add up how much time it took to go back and keep like. Jimmy rigging it. I was like, I could have just paid somebody and it would have been way faster. And they and would have had it done in one hour, one trip. Yep. Yep. So just pay, the, pay him, pay, pay the people. <sighs> so that's when you shouldn't, that's when you know, should you DIY versus, uh, should you outsource it? Honestly, if you love working with your hands, do it. It's great. It's a lot of fun, but also don't let that th- be the thing that holds you back from scaling. Cause if you, you'll never scale that way for sure. There's a glass ceiling there. So sorry, this episode was very weird um at the beginning but thanks for sticking with it i think we delivered a, 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 the, the tiniest fraction of value possible
1: it felt like a smidge to me. smidge yeah
0: smidge is just a bigger like slightly bigger than a a, a nanometer uh, right it's like a pinch
1: like so if you're gonna add some salt <laughs> is a smidge pinch? bigger than a pinch uh, a little bit okay but not much okay
0: <laughs> well hopefully you got a smidge of value. Um, maybe even a pinch and if not, then we're going to try again in the next episode. I guarantee we will show up.